Dear friends, good morning. This is Pastor Moore from Eden Gospel Workers Ministry with your daily devotion. Our topic for this morning, Asa the Revivalist. Now, in 2 Chronicles chapter 14 and verse 1, we are told that Abijah slept with his fathers and they buried him in the city of David and Asa, his son, reigned in his stead. In his days, the land was quiet, 10 years. Now, this is very significant where the Bible mentioned about the land being quiet 10 years. It means that it was quiet from war. But Asa, being a wise king, a powerful ruler, he did, the Bible says, that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. Now, while the land was quiet 10 years, he did not waste any time. What he did was to cleanse the land from all filth of idolatry. He cut down the groves, the images. He took away the strange gods. He broke down all the groves. And he, verse 4, the Bible says, He commanded Judah to seek the Lord, God of their fathers, and to do the law and the commandments. Asa was so serious about this revival that he even removed his mother Machia from service because she made an image which was not pleasing in the sight of the Lord. Very good king. Well done, O King Asa. One of the things I love about Asa is that he exercised faith and work. Now I want you to understand this friend of mine. Your faith will take you as far as you are willing to go. Faith without works is dead. Now, Asa, he built fenced cities in Judah while the land had rest. And he did not waste any time. You know, he said to Judah in verse 7, let us build these cities and make about them walls and towers, gates and bars while the land is yet before us. Because we have sought the Lord, our God. We have sought him and he have given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. Asa also put his army together. Verse 8 says, Asa had an army of men that bear target and spears and of Judah 300,000 and out of Benjamin that bear shield and drew bows, two hundred and fourscore thousand. All these were mighty men of valor. So friends, while he had quiet time, while he was free from war, he did all he could to protect his people and to prepare them for what is to come. Dear friends, many times we forget to prepare on every side. We need to understand that if we exercise faith in the Lord without works, well, faith without exercise is no faith at all. We pray as if prayer depends on it, and we work as if work depends on it. Dear friends, God, who gives us power, when he comes to help us, he doesn't put aside the power that he has blessed us with. He will not do for us what he has already given us power to do for ourselves. And so, 
Bearing that in mind, Asa, after preparing, the Bible tells us in verse 9 that there came out against them Zerah the Ethiopian with an host of a thousand thousand and three hundred chariots. That's a lot. And came unto Marisha. Then Asa went out against him and they set the battle in array in the valley of Zephathah and Marisha. And Asa cried unto the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing, this is verse 11, with thee to help, whether with many or with them that have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on thee, and in thy name we go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art our God, let not man prevail against thee. So the Lord spoke the Ethiopians before Asa and before Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. They had such great victory, friends of mine, that they took a long while to collect the spoil from the Ethiopians. Now, let's pay some attention here. We need to understand and hold to this, that God will work for us when we trust in him. Asa did not rely on his fence cities. He did not rely on the soldiers. He did not rely on all the work that he did. In time of trouble, he relied on his God. Now friends, I want us to get it right. We must make all preparation possible with all our might and with all our power that God has blessed us with. But in times of trouble, God is the only one we are to rely on. That's what revival is all about. Yes, friends, trust in God in every situation and not taking anything for granted. Yes, it is said here in Review and Herald, May 10, 1887, there's a comment on this story. It says that this is an appropriate prayer for us to make. That's Asa's prayer as he cried unto the Lord in chapter 14, verse 11. Our prospects are anything but flattering. There's a vast number arrayed against the truth whom we must meet in presenting the light to others. Our hope is not in our knowledge of the truth and in our own ability, but in the living God. There should be living faith for the mighty God to manifest his power, else all will prove a failure. God defeated the enemies of Israel. He put their forces into disorder. They fled. They knew not whither. Who can stand before the Lord God of Israel? Now, friends, we must understand also that we are not warring against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. The Lord will encourage us to look to him as the source of all our strength, the one who is able to help us. We may look to men, and they will give us counsel, and yet this may be defeated. 
But when the God of Israel undertakes work for us, he will make it a success. We want to know that we are right before God. If we are not right before him, then we want to make an earnest effort to come in right relation to him. We must individually do something ourselves. We are not to risk our eternal interest upon guesswork. We must set everything right. We must follow out the requirements of God and then expect God to work with our efforts. Yes, dear friends, God work in us by the light of his truth. We are to be obedient to all his commandment. Oh, that we could take this point into consideration. That the work in which we are engaged is not our work, but the work is God's work. Not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit. Dear friends, we are to humble ourselves as instruments, laborers together with Him, and with an eye single to God's glory. Not mistake the beginning of the Christian life for its consummation, but see the necessity of training upon the earth to prepare us for doing God's will. Dear friends, faith and work must go together. We are not to lift up ourselves, not to be self-confident, but to trust in God knowing that he is willing and able to help us. God will work with his people, but we want to be in that position where our trust and confidence will become firm in him. As we examine ourselves this morning, and as we prepare for battle today of whatever sort, the greatest battles are the ones in which we don't see the enemies, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. As we make our preparation this morning, as we get on our knees this morning to seek God's direction, friends, have you ensured that every section of your city, your life is set in order, is prepared for battle? Have you ensured that all your thoughts are right with God? Have you poured out your heart to Him so that he can help you to make what's not right, right. Let there be a revival in the land of your heart so that God can work in your favor. Father in heaven, may there be a revival today. May you bless your people with power. Have thine own way, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Have a great day, my friends. God bless you.